Hi, this is Dr. Mary Seegers, and today is Wednesday, September the 29th, 2021. We're going to continue with what we started last week, the 10 things that you and I can do every day that requires zero talent or zero money. As a review, we went through attitude, passion, energy, effort, and being on time. So today I want to start right in on number six, doing extra. And seven will be being prepared. Number eight, being coachable. And number nine, body language. And lastly, work ethic. Okay, doing extra. When we think about doing extra, it just shows that we're sincere about what we want to do. And I remember this quote, to be successful in business, if you under-promise and over-delivery, that will make a lot of customers happy. For an example, I order something on Amazon, and I have an estimated arrival date, let's say a Friday. And so surprisingly and so pleasingly when it is delivered, like on Thursday, a day before what they estimated it to be. So they kind of under promise and over delivery over deliver so it's, it just gives you that extra uh bonus thing and just think about it the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that putting that little extra time that extra spin that extra taste on something that will make a person really really appreciate all that you have done okay let's talk about being prepared again i have to go back to my mentor she gave me always remember the five p's and that is proper preparation prevents poor performance we have to prepare we have to anticipate any mistakes or anything so if you're properly prepared you know getting ready in advance you know i I have a speech that's coming up not until november i've been working on this since like August, right? Because I'm perfecting it, I'm preparing it, I'm practicing, I'm rehearsing, I'm making sure that my points are very fine-tuned so that it's understandable. So I want to be prepared so when that showtime comes, when it's time for me to actually speak, I will not stutter, I will not stumble. Why? Because I have prepared myself for this, for that moment. And being prepared is so vital in life, you know, because it shows that we take the time to do what we need to do so we can do it right. I'm not saying perfect. I'm just saying so they could be right and that you prepare. You know, a lot of times we used to like to shoot from the hip. And that's a gift. You know, I can remember back in the day when I was going through Toastmasters, you know, they always tell you to prepare, rehearse, uh, stand in front of the mirror, look at your gestures and your movements. And so that would keep us prepared because we had to be time. It was a five-minute speech, you know, if you go over it five minutes, it's showing that you didn't prepare properly. So it's always, not always shooting from your hip. Sometimes you may get a question that you have to think about after you've given your speech and you ask for any questions that will give you a time to maybe think from your from your hip. But you've already prepared anticipated questions so that you'll be prepared and so that you've studied your, your, your material so well that if it's a question you hadn't anticipated, that you can come up with an answer. And guess what? If you don't have the answer, say, I don't have that, and I can research that and get back with you. 
be honest when you're when you're doing that. Being prepared also shows that you're being honest. And if you don't know, you don't know. Don't make up anything. But how important it is to be prepared. The next one I said is a biggie, being coachable. Now, what exactly is that? You know, the, the, everybody's a coach now. But in other words, we have to make sure that we're open to receive input, suggestions, recommendations, so that we can be better. But if you know, have you ever found people, you don't need to tell me anything, I know everything. Those are the kind of people there's that are, that's not coachable. And so I always think of what my mother said. You can learn from anyone. You can learn from a fool how not to be because, if you know, they're a fool. You don't want to be like them. So the thing is, we got to learn how to be coachable. Take what you can receive, what you know that may add value to your life. And then you could everything else you could discard. But have an approachable and coachable spirit because that way, uh, like I said, we don't know everything. We really don't. And if you you strive to be your best person you can be, you got to allow someone to speak into your life, someone that you appreciate, your coach or your mentor that can speak into your life, that can add value to you, to help you be the best person you can be, the best version of who you are meant to be. So uh, uh, don't always take everything as a, a negative approach. You know, sometimes we so... A thick in the forest, we can't see the trees, right? But someone outside of the forest, not in the mix of the trees, they could see, well, maybe you could do this. That would help you to do that. So it's always um, be coachable. Take it, uh, don't take it personal. Sometimes we take it so personal, like I said, a personal attack on you. Like I said, it's people that you value. I'm telling you, I've been coached by people, uh, someone in the book, I'm reading um, Crazy Faith by Michael Todd, and that book is really showing me different ways how to stretch my faith, how to exercise my faith. So I'm being coachable through a book, is what I'm saying, you know? So we got to allow ourselves to be open to the, you know, I don't know it all. You don't know it all. But we can learn from one another. We're, we're not an island to ourselves. I need you. You need me. And that way we can help one another to be uh, the best version of who we are meant to be. I sincerely uh, believe that. Okay, number nine is body language. This is a biggie. You may not ever open your mouth to say something, but your body language said it all. Have you ever met a person or maybe you yourself uh, didn't like something? But you did not verbally say, no, I don't like it. But by your facial expression, maybe your eyebrows went frowned in, your mouth went quirk, (laughs) your body just kind of showed off a negative vibe. And it just said all over your body language, no, I don't like that. In fact, I hate it. So we had to make sure that we make sure that our body language, which can also be part of our emotion, is a... uh, congruent with what we say if we say we love people you know you heard me say that I do I've got to express that from the top of my head to the sole of my feet my body language my facial expressions my my hand gestures all of my movement had to reflect what I said is true through and through you know 
that I'm, I'm expressing it through my body, I'm expressing it through my gestures, through my hands or whatever. Uh, I'll give you another example. Um, I know when we first got married, my husband and I, I remember when his grandmother gave me some great advice. She said, now listen, you two both are working, you know, so don't try to get up in the morning and fix breakfast every morning. Maybe just do that on the weekend. So I took counsel, you know, I took her advice. So we're working during the week, but on the weekend I would, you know, make the bacon and eggs, you know, pancakes and toast, French toast and all of that. But I remember I worked long hours, and it was the weekend, so it was the, the breakfast day, and I really didn't want to do it. But my husband said, you know, I really would like some pancakes and bacon and eggs, and he's going on a slice of melon, cantaloupe, and, and I'm saying, oh, my goodness. I didn't say in my, with my mouth, no, I'm not going to fix it, but my face expression, my body language, you know what? Don't even fix it. Let's go out to breakfast because, you know, with your body language, you're telling me, no, you don't want to do it. And I don't want someone who doesn't want to do it uh, cooking for me. Let, let's just go out to breakfast. <laughs> and, of course, I said, oh, I could use that now. We could go out for breakfast. But, again, I never said, no, I don't want to fix that. I don't want to do that. But everything within my body language, my facial expression, uh, the way I moved to walk to the kitchen to get, you know, to get the food prepared. And he said, no, 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 let's go out to dinner and bless the food and enjoy the breakfast. So again, it was my body language that said to my husband, no, I'm not doing that. But yet, um, so I've changed. I've learned how to, you know, um, let's, it's Saturday, let's, let's do, let's do uh, breakfast, right? So our body language really is, a, tells us a lot about ourselves, right? And there's zero talent, zero money on our behalf. And last... Uh, point I want to mention is what I call the work ethic. You know, we have to understand that this requires no talent. It requires no money on our part, something that you and I can do every day. If you commit it to your work, be it an entrepreneur or working for a company or working for a family company, whatever it is, you need to understand that you're, you exchange your talents for wages and if you say you're going to be there at eight o'clock in the morning as part of that being on time be there you know at 7 45 and know that you can put your best effort in you get the right attitude you get the right passion to do that you're going to take that extra step you're going to be prepared you're going to be coachable your body language is going to reflect that you enjoy working and do what you promised you were going to do now that's working for someone when you're working uh, as an entrepreneur, have your own business. You have to do that very same thing. In fact, it's more required you know, when you don't feel like it. You know, you have to say, you know what? This is a work day. I'm committed to making calls. I'm committed to reaching out to my clients. I'm committing to do my marketing. Whatever it is, you have to allow yourself to do what you said you were going to do. And with that, those are the 10 things that require zero talent, zero money, that you and I can do every day. And as review, one, attitude. Two is passion. Three is energy. Four is effort. Five, being on time. Six, doing extra. Seven, being prepared. Number eight, being coachable. Nine, body language. And 10, work ethic. And if we do those 10 things with the right spirit, we will show not only our clients, our customer, our family, our friends, 
and to the world that we are the best person that we can be because we're doing it all because we have that desire. We want to do it to the best of our ability. So listen, can you believe October? I'll be on my podcast for one year, 52 weeks. And we're going to have a special guest next week. A dear friend of mine, a motivator speaker, Randy Wright, will be there sharing some wonderful wisdom nuggets about taking the lids off of your destiny. So many times we limit ourselves and he's going to share about how we can do that. I think it's a new upcoming book that he has. I'm excited about it. And also October is the month of breast cancer awareness. And I will have um, guest cancer survivors, breast cancer survivors that will come and share their victorious story about how they overcame the cancer and they're still walking and living and living their best life so be t- uh, take stay tuned and subscribe to wisdom wednesday podcast with dr mary Seegers. i think you'll get some wisdom nuggets for everyday living until next time we'll see you again bye for now <music>